Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun, and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking, and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about, but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of six to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week, we spoke with Simrit, age 10, about the problems with wait times for lifts and how we could speed things up. We came up with not only solutions to make the commute faster, but also how we could make it feel shorter too with fun distractions. How would you reduce waiting times for lifts? So maybe you could do something while you're waiting so it feels like it comes by quicker. Um, so what I would do is probably um, read something or um, just like observe what's around me and that will help the time pass so it feels like it's gone by quicker instead of waiting for ages. So that's probably how I would like make it feel that's gone by It's a good way to get distracted. You know, you can do something to pass the time. Um, but if you yeah. actually wanted to cut the time down, like not just make it feel like oh. it's quicker, but actually, you know, change the infrastructure, how would you do it? Um, if there was another lift... I could, um, and there was no one waiting for that one, and it could go exactly where I wanted to go. I would probably um, press the button on that one, so it would like help me go on the lift a lot quicker than if I had to wait for the queue. The other one, but if they both had a queue, I would probably go on the one with the shorter queue, so I didn't have to wait as long. Trying to balance out the queue distance on each lift. Yeah, probably. What if, say, you manage an office and you always know there's a bunch of people waiting to get the lifts and no one sees the stairs? Could you maybe build things around the area that maybe want to stay downstairs? Could you build a, I think, like distractions? Could you build a cafe maybe at the bottom of ones? So people will maybe go and buy things before they get in the lift to stagger the times? Yeah. Or actually, if there were stairs, I would probably take the stairs. But we could um, build, um, something like where people can buy things or um, like something with um, like books or something that people would actually want to buy. So that could um, make the time less for other people who really need to get on the lift. Mm. Try and make it so that they are coming in in a slower pace, not in one big clump. Yeah, basically. I think if you're working in office, you know, there's always a start time. You always are called in to start work at say 9 a.m. Yeah. What about changing people's behaviour, like staggering when people start work? You know, someone has a start time of actually like 9.05, maybe. 
So, um, yeah, maybe um, the business um, could like, actually see that it was a bit of a problem with the um, lift and things. So they could um, have like an extra 10 minutes with other people so they can get into work on time. Hmm. Trying to make sure that people are coming at different times. Yeah, basically. So maybe like um, a group of people who have the same job can go in a lift at maybe like nine o'clock. And then when they're um, done and the lift is free again, the people who come in at nine ten and then have ten minute gaps or five minute gaps for them to come. Mm. Can we learn from other examples of people cutting down on the bulk travel time? Say, for example, on the roads when there's massive queues everywhere. How does the city cut those queues down? So um, normally the traffic jams are because of temporary traffic lights or um, a car crash or something that's happening on the road. But um, instead, they could um, dock the area out and have um, maybe a wider road so they can go past. And is there a lesson we can learn from what they do there that we can apply to lifts and you know, up and down transport to buildings? So um, maybe they could have more than one lift and they can have stairs and escalators and maybe have more ways of transport and they can um, change the times um, and maybe may even make the lifts a bit quicker or um, build more stairs and things. Kind of like raising the speed limit, adding more lanes or maybe maybe you'll cycle to work, but in lift yeah. form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, and people can also cycle and walk, and I think um, we should encourage people to also do that because of the lifts and uh, um, stairs, and there's not enough. But or you could just build, like, instead of having two lifts, you could have four, and then have two sets of stairs and maybe some escalators too, so there'll be enough for everyone. Hmm. If we go back to the problem where you said that you might build instead, make people less bored, and yeah, make them distracted while they're waiting for the lifts, you would read a book, sure. How would you make maybe an installation that people could all use to distract themselves while waiting? So maybe you could have, next to the lift, you could have a tiny shop where you can buy newspapers or you can get like newspapers for free or you could buy a few books. Or you, There are books which you could just read in the meantime and you don't have to pay anything. What about those who don't want to pay, who don't want to pay to be distracted? Is there things you can put in that would be free for people to do? Yeah, so um, maybe the they can have um, a display of books that um, for all ages, and you can just pick one and read it um, in the meantime, and you don't have to pay for that. Maybe. That's fair enough. Do you think the company would subsidise that and make it so that people could use those for free? Um, maybe because then um, if they actually like the books, they put out quite good books, so then they will um, be encouraged to buy them. And then it's that makes sense. Actually. Yeah, you can kind of get a, a maybe a partnership with book companies to make them sell their books if they get to free free while they're waiting. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So how do we know we're solving the right problem here? So we're working to solve the, the issue of there's there's cues. How do we stop that? If we put into place these actions, how do we know we've solved the problem? So maybe we can like monitor the amount of people going in the list. And if there are too many people, we can actually um, do like a bit more, like have more than one shop or have things, 
next to it for them to be engaged with. And um, we can just monitor how many people there are and if it's working. That's simple to me. Are we putting up security cameras maybe? Yeah, maybe security cameras um, and maybe like somebody, a few people can go around, maybe it can have different shifts and go around and see how many people there are and just monitor them. Yeah, that all makes sense in my brain. That sounds a very sensible answer to me. (laughs) (laughs) So once we've solved this uh, lift problem, if if we do manage to cut down on the times, what do we achieve for our company? by not making weight in lifts? What are, the be- what are the bonuses? What have we made happen? So lots of people can get to work on time. So two people have to get to work at nine o'clock. And instead of one getting there late and one, getting them, and one of them getting there on time, they can both get there on time so that they're not late for work and they can start work earlier. What about employee happiness? Do people... Do you notice that when you have to wait around and stand around, you get kind of tired and bored and a little bit grumpy? Yeah, normally. And then um, at work, you can't think. Um, you might be a bit tired and you might not be able to think straight. So I think um, that it will be better if you don't have to wait. So we've solved actually a few problems in one go by just making you all not to stand around. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I guess. And have we made... Have we made money off this? Is there a way we can monetize this? Because having to install maybe a new lift and buy these new shop things at the bottom, that costs the company money. Do we think we're going to make enough back by doing this? Um, Maybe the shops next to the lifts could make some money and there could be more attractions. um, And maybe the newspapers, maybe, uh, maybe the newspapers that they sell next to it Maybe they would have to pay for that. And lots of people like um, reading newspapers. <laughs> yeah, we can work with those. And uh, do we partner up with the businesses? Do we make them, say, have give us a split of their company because we are giving them publicity? So maybe the companies who um, have the books and give them to the shops, maybe um, they can split the money because the people who own the shops are advertising their books, so they'll buy them. And then half of the money will go to the um, people uh, providing the books. And then I think half of the money should go to the people who are advertising them. All right. It's like we've got a good solution here. We can put that in, <laughs> pitch it to people, see if we can get uh, the massive queue at the bottom of these very tall office buildings to cut down. <laughs> Just have to make sure people come to work at different times and give them some books. All yeah. right. Well done. That was a very sensible and well thought out, rational collection of answers. I like that. (laughs) So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive 
I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.